Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jacob Albrock. Tommy Kester, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And the Ravens fans are heading to the exits. But the story of this game in the second half, the Chiefs defense. This game is over, and you can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the AFC champions for the fourth time in five seasons. The Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy, and they're taking it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of the AFC, 17-10 over the Ravens. Here we go again. Boy, what a ride it's been this season as the Chiefs are back to another Super Bowl. They tie the Patriots and Bills for most Super Bowl appearances over a five-year stretch historically. They're trying to win their third. Uh, They're entering those conversations. You know, the Patriots went through it, and we said, boy, we'll never see this again. And we might be seeing it again with the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome into Sports Daily, everybody. Jacob Albrocht here alongside Tommy Castor. Jad Chambers producing. A lot of fun in store today on the show as we, of course, take you through that Kansas City Chiefs AFC Championship win again. Welcome in. How are you, Tommy? Good morning. Yeah, great game last night. Actually, two great games to watch on Championship Sunday. I know we're going to get into both of them, obviously focus on the Kansas City-Baltimore game, but it was a big weekend. The Shockers break their losing streak yesterday while the Chiefs game was going on. They played at Coke Arena and took down an SMU team that's pretty solid, and so I know we'll talk about that as well. There's just a lot to get to, as there always is, on a reaction Monday. And we will spend time, Shocker fans, on that win throughout the week because... It's an awesome feeling and and to see them do that after, you know, where their back was against that wall last week and continues to be, but to bounce back was nice. But yeah, it's a Chiefs Monday here. And Tommy, you know, that plan that we've been talking about for three months now, they stick to it yesterday. And again, other than not taking the field goal and going for it on fourth down, which it was a pretty, pretty good fourth down go for opportunity. But other than that, they stuck to the plan again. Mahomes didn't do much in the second half. What do they do? They continue and commit to the run. 
which they absolutely did, even though it wasn't as effective as it has been. They ran it, you know, in total 32 times between all players, but 24 to Isaiah Pacheco, and they lean into their defense, and their defense played great again. I mean, this has been the way for them. It took a while, obviously, for them to fully buy into it, but they have, and here we are. Yeah, more than anything else, I mean, I think that the defense for Kansas City absolutely made Baltimore get away from their game plan that they wanted to implement in the game. I mean, I can't imagine that it was the plan of the Ravens to not give Gus Edwards hardly any touches at all or to have Lamar Jackson throw the football like he did. So Kansas City's defense, and and again, credit to Steve Spagnuolo, the guy is probably the best defensive coordinator in the National Football League. There's no doubt about that. Uh, So they definitely were in a position where they knocked the Ravens off of their game. They knocked the Ravens away from the way that they wanted to play that game. Uh, And so that's a credit to Kansas City's defense, and that dictated how we got here. Yeah, and look, this is where you get into experience matters, right? Zay Flowers, unfortunate for the Ravens' fumble, and this is a totally different game, right? It changed the entire dynamic of the game. It changed what they felt like they had to do late. But, I I mean... They, they were right there until that fumble, right? And so it's just one or two big plays, and it's what it comes down to. And the Chiefs have just been in these spots so many times that Xavier Sneed is looking to make that big play on that. I mean, he should have won the game's MVP, if there was one, for that play alone. It was an incredible play, and it won the Chiefs the game. Lamar Jackson did not – the game plan and the script, I don't understand for the Ravens. They only ran the ball with running backs – Six times. We we talked all week. They ran the ball last week 43 times against one of the best run defenses in football. And then they come in against one of the worst run defenses in football and run it six times in a close game where only 27 points were scored in total. That I, I don't get that one, John Harbaugh. And I think John Harbaugh is one of the best in the business. But I don't know what that game plan was for the Ravens because it was a mistake. And well, I, I don't know if that in. was, I mean, like I mentioned before, I don't think that was the plan of Baltimore going in. I but think why, Kansas there City's was front nothing, four, I think that Kansas City's front four did a really good job. Three, they ran it three times to Gus Edwards, and he had a he broke off a 15-yard run. And it's not like Lamar Jackson wasn't running the ball effectively. The Chiefs didn't do anything to stop the run. The Ravens just stopped running the ball. Uh, yeah, I mean, outside of the big plays, the big pass plays to Zay Flowers, there really wasn't a whole lot effective going on for Baltimore offensively. I mean, and, and so again, that's the secondary for Kansas City. I mean, outside of giving up a couple of big pass plays to Zay Flowers, they were on point the entire game from start to finish. And so, you know, I, I definitely think that what Kansas City brings to the table defensively, they felt disrespected going into the game. They felt like the sure. attention was on Baltimore's defense and how stout the Baltimore defense has been all season long. Uh, And really, I think it was Kansas City's defense that got a little bit overlooked. I think one thing that Kansas City did more in the Baltimore game than what they did against Buffalo was they blitzed Lamar Jackson. You know, Steve Spagnola called blitzes that really got Lamar out of the pocket, but then they were able to contain him a little bit more than I think that they, you know, were, were planning on. And so that, I think that was an advantage. That was something that um, I certainly wasn't expecting a whole lot of in the game, but they did it. And I don't think Baltimore was expecting that either. 
I, I well, I don't. I look, Lamar. That's that is what the Ra- the Ravens have been a big play offense all year. It's not like Lamar Jackson is picking apart defenses. He hasn't been yeah. picking apart defenses. This is what he does. They make big plays, and they control the ball on the ground. They did not, for whatever reason. Make an effort to run the ball. I'll never understand it. I don't get it. I don't know why they did that. Their defense was fine. When we go back to what we've talked about with the Chiefs, and, you know, it's all these things. One, lean on the defense. Check. Two, stop with the penalties. Check. Three, do not turn the ball over. Check. And and four, run the ball. Those are the things we've been saying all year. That's what they're doing now. And, and forever, this team has been... Like, if they would have done this in the regular season, Tommy, they probably would have lost, like, two games. But they it took them a while to completely change the DNA of who they are. I mean, that, that you got to, like, we talked last year about, like, changing the style of the offense without Tyree Kill. Very impressive, right? This year, they've had to change their entire identity offensively, and it's worked. It took them, you know, 15, 16 games to do it, but they, they've they done it, and this is why I've thought they were so dangerous all year, and they're dangerous moving forward too, by the way, uh, because, yes, they're going to lose some pieces, but, I mean, Chris Jones has not been the same Chris Jones. Now, he, he still disrupts he every play. Don't, yeah, don't misunderstand what I, I – Chris Jones – He wanted that bonus may, money. Maybe he's lost a touch, but he's still maybe the, the top three at his position in football – but when I'm talking about moving forward with the team, like there is a path now. The window may not close like we thought it would because they have so many good. They're not letting Xavier Sneed go. He's not going to go like he'll be there. They didn't have Willie Gay in this game, Tommy. And Baltimore didn't run the ball. I will never understand Baltimore's game plan. Willie Gay's not playing. You ran it 43 times against Houston. And they ran it six with the running backs. 14 total against one of the worst run defenses in football against one of the worst quarterback defending run defenses. Uh, you know, like screen, this has been a bad screen defense and they targeted the backs a lot. And maybe that was their plan, but my goodness, I mean, the chiefs gained 320 yards of offense. Patrick Mahomes did almost nothing in the second half. It's just remarkable that Baltimore, I, I, I again, I will never understand. Well, and, and it's Baltimore, just wild to me. Baltimore couldn't get their tight ends involved, and it was much um, talked about Mark Andrews returning to the game. He only had a couple of catches. I'm not sure he's 100%. I mean, I think that coming back from a broken bone like he had, that's going to be difficult. Uh, But really, you know, they they held him down. Isaiah Likely, who's had some big games recently, he didn't really do a whole lot. So they were able to lock down on the tight ends as well defensively. All right, let's go to the KFH hotline. Scott there, 869-1240, is that number Chiefs fans today. Scott, what's on your mind? Welcome in. Uh, best thing I heard last night, right after the penalty and the subsequent fumble, my son yells out, oh, the Ravens just got deflowered. <laughs> <laughs> clever. That's, uh, that's clever. That's clever. Uh, I was dying. That's... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, we appreciate a good sense of humor, Scott. Uh, we do from your son. Um, I, I think yeah, that's. I think that's Jad. That's safe for radio. I hope it is because it's out there now. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, all right, we're good. But yeah, um, this, this like the pro, uh, performance by the defense was outstanding, and they were hitting 
I think part of what, what uh, Lamar's problem was, I was like, there was no pocket for him to stand in most of the time. Uh, they kept getting pushed back into space, so he didn't have time to really work what work, work, work for the big plays. Um, and uh, Tranquil was, was outstanding. He was yeah. on game last night. Well, and I think, Scott, that's a, that's a good point because, you know, and I mentioned this during the game, I tweeted it, that I feel like you, you hear about guys like Legereus Sneed and uh, Chris Jones for good reason and some of the, the big-time, Trent McDuffie, big-time players defensively. We don't hear about Drew Tranquil as much. We don't hear about Charles Amenahue as much. And I know Amenahue went down with a knee injury in the game, but both of those guys, ever since they joined the Chiefs, They've been game wreckers. They really have been, and they've been all over the place. And so I thought Tranquil had a great game. I agree with you. I think Aminahue, before he got hurt, had a great game as well. He had the strip sack on Lamar. And to your point about them not giving Lamar time in the pocket, you know, there's not a quarterback out there right now other than Lamar Jackson that can run 40 yards to pick up five. Like, that's just the way that that, that Ravens offense is built. And, you know, he's they got him out in space and they were able to limit what he was able to do with a big play with his legs. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they had one. I can remember. And we appreciate the call, Scott drew tranquil. Good point on him. I don't know that throughout the season. I, I mean, Andy Reed has talked as much about drew drew tranquil probably as any player that I can recall just listening in every week to Andy Reed. They, he doesn't get the accolades. He doesn't get the accolades. Well, he like does the, inter- He does internally. And I think internally. he doesn't because, because Willie Gay is so dang good. And, and plays that spot normally, but he's been and had, you know, availability issues all year, and Tranquil's had to adjust and step into that role and then back to his other one. Tranquil's yep. been awesome this year. What did it, what, again, front office, you know, yeah, they, they missed on some receivers, but they have done such a good job everywhere else. And, and they've missed on some receivers, but Ray, uh, Rushy Rice is a superstar. Like, he is going to be a star in this league. Travis Kelsey's all the way back. He and Mahomes have, you know, found their connection again. I've been um, waiting for it, you to take a victory lap this entire show about <laughs> all the times you've said, as long as you've got 15, as long as you've got 87, and as long as you've got the defense, the Chiefs are in good shape. I, I will. I've been waiting for that. Uh, I'm, I'm letting, I've got to see, because you fished out there some sort of like receipts or something that you have. And so I also have some, I've just, you know, I've got them like, uh, loaded up and ready to go for you, but what, I I don't know where you're going to head with this, so I don't know how aggressively I need to to take <laughs> that lap. But uh, we have some receipts on this season, and it is interesting, and it hasn't just been here. And I, I, look, I I just it it is different being outside of Chiefs Kingdom and not being like a diehard grow up your whole life Chiefs fan, but being able to look at this team objectively all year. It has stood out to me that this was one of the best defenses in the league. And with that, the thought of Mahomes in the playoffs and that defense is just like, uh, good luck, everybody else. And Brady had those years too, right? Where they just, the Patriots had this unbelievable defense and Brady. And you're like, how are you going to beat that? Good luck, everybody. Because when you have a great defense, you know that you're going to be in a position to win a game late. That's what a great defense allows you to do. And then you just happen to have the best in the business at that, plus the greatest tight end of all time. Good luck, everybody. And that's, you know, it did take a reinvention of themselves. And it took a long time to get there. But you could see it, or I could see it, like it was there. 
even when they looked terrible, it was there. Because the things that made them look terrible were not like fundamental flaws. They were just making mistakes. Just like the Ravens last night. Or, or maybe a better example is the Lions. Everyone's kind of on Dan Campbell a little bit. And I'm like, guys, Dan Campbell's players made some critical mistakes in the second half. They they dropped passes. They did these things. Like the thing that got the Lions to that moment and up 24 to 7 or whatever it was, was this ultra great. Like it's not like they made some mistakes in the big game. The Chiefs just haven't made a lot of mistakes lately. And and Baltimore yesterday. Baltimore may have won that game if Zay Flowers doesn't fumble that ball. Like it was that that's how big that play was from Sneed. But he fumbled the ball. And the Chiefs didn't make the big mistake. And the Chiefs typically don't in these spots. And that's what that's a part of what makes Mahomes so great. And then you give him that kind of defense. I mean, folks, this defense is it's either the best or the second best in football and has been all year long. I mean, it has been staring at us in the face how good this defense is. Sometimes the offense totally let down the defense, right? But even then it was hard on like the the way this defense has been built, they've spent three years building it, and this is the fruition of it. Like this is it. Yeah, on a, like this is it at full force. It probably won't ever be this good again, but the offense is going to be better soon than it was this year, too. But just like this defense is is as good as you'll ever see. And and it's sitting there for and it has been all year. Well, I think the point that you made was that there have been a lot of different times during the regular season when the offense let the defense down or they put the defense's backs up against the wall or the defense has had to bail out Kansas City's offense multiple different times in the regular season. That's all true. And then the playoffs happen and you get Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. And, and that's to your point and what you've been saying for so long. Yeah, sure. My my judgment has been clouded during the regular season based off of all the mistakes and everything that we've seen during the regular season. But I guess what I forgot about was you've got Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. And when that happens, you know, and we've seen it through three games so far, three down one to go in the playoffs, the mistakes just, they start to go away. I was really concerned. And it, you know, for me, it crescendoed on that Christmas day game against the Raiders and the, and just how terrible they looked offensively and all the mistakes and everything. And I thought this is not anything they're going to overcome because to me, they did look like fundamental flaws. They looked like things that this team offensively was broken. And I just remember thinking, yeah, this defense is absolutely phenomenal, but there's no way they can overcome this once they make it in the playoffs. And they have. They really have. They've cut out the mistakes. They've been more disciplined. I mean, I had never seen Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey reacting on the sidelines the way that they did during that stretch of games in the regular season when things looked to be totally off the rails for Kansas City. They put it back together. Credit to them. Credit to Andy Reid. They put it so back together. Let's let I, it's funny you brought up that game. I, the the one that I recall and that I went and found for this victory lap exercise, depending on how aggressive you go here, was from after the Buffalo game, I think. Okay. Uh, and then and then Jad has. Do some you have audio, audio of me. mine? You so Jad does audio have some, of mine. I had you well because I didn't know how aggressive you were going to get. So we have some audio what? from Jad, and then and then I have a text conversation of mean things oh you said my to me. God. Uh, because uh, listen, but uh, we don't have to go down that road. You didn't you even tweeted, tell me you were doing this. 
you tweeted last night that you were going to somehow prove me wrong or something that no, I had no, no. something wrong I, today. I don't think no, no, no. I don't think I'm not going to try to prove you wrong. What I'm go, what I have for you after we get done with the commercial break is how I was right about the game yesterday. More right than you were about the game yesterday. More right when I picked the Chiefs to win and you told me all week the Ravens were going to win and they were better? Well, no, no. Remember, I took the Chiefs. I took the points. You took, I the, took the points. points. You didn't I take the, the Chiefs. I didn't. I took the points, though. Yeah. So I, we both we both won. But I was more right than you about the game yesterday. And I'll I'm point out sure why that was after the break. possible because I said the Chiefs were going to win and you didn't. Uh, but okay, let's go. And listen, I don't bring a knife to a gunfight. So wow. I've got some receipts here. Uh, we'll have whatever we need locked and loaded when we return. You you brought it up, not me. 869-1240 is the number to call. Chiefs fans, weigh in. How happy are you this morning? Uh, also, KUK State, Wichita State basketball talk. We will get to a little of that today. We'll spend a lot more time with the NFL and then get into college basketball throughout the week. Uh, but a lot to talk about on a Reaction Monday, a Chiefs Monday. Shreyas Lada joins us a little later in the show uh, to spend a little time on KU's game over the weekend in Ames. It's all coming for you on a jam-packed Monday on Sports Daily. Shifting on the defensive line. Mahomes raises the right leg and takes the snap. Darts a pass, near side caught by Kelsey, wrapped to the ground at the 12, a gain of nine yards, and now Travis Kelsey with that reception, the all-time NFL postseason reception leader in National Football League history, eclipsing the great Jerry Rice. That is unbelievable to just think anybody would do anything to eclipse anything Jerry Rice has ever done and he's not done yet ladies he's not done yet like he's still got at least one game to go I think more I, I really I will we'll, we can get into that later it's not time for retirement talk right now um, Chiefs winners over the Ravens uh, they stuck to the plan and it worked as we look ahead to the Super Bowl now against the 49ers and you know, early lines on this would be interesting because the betting public was all over the Ravens. I think we were talking before Tommy and you, I, I said, I think Vegas is about to make a ton of money on the chiefs. And I can, I don't know what the final numbers were on dollars, but everybody was on the Ravens. And I, I was like, this is one of those spots where that Vegas has never had that opportunity. At one point, the line went up to, I think like chiefs plus five and a half. I yes. think at one point, and then it started backing down a little bit more money well, was sure. coming in on the Chiefs. But man, they My were goodness. really trying to get money on the Chiefs. The 49ers are one point favorites right now in the Super Bowl. I will bet you this on this day. I'll bet you before that game is played, the line moves in the Chiefs. It'll either be a pick 'em or the Chiefs will be favored. Everybody's yeah. going to bet the Chiefs in this game. Like get everybody City, will bet the Chiefs hey, in this game. Get Kansas City on plus money now while you can. It's it's uh it's gonna be. I was look, going to look and do that. I was just looking. I actually had a preseason Super Bowl bet on them, so I've got my value on the Chiefs now because I've got it at like seven to one, I think. Um, so I, I I don't feel the pressure to do that as much as I normally would, but I I agree. I I think that line's gonna move to the Chiefs before this is all said and done. Everybody's gonna bet, the, and that's probably honestly that's probably the wrong thing. 
the 49ers showed you what they're capable of in the second half against the Lions. Don't forget that when you're thinking about this game. I don't I haven't I haven't come up with, you know, what I think about the game specifically so far. I, I told you I thought the Chiefs would win the Super Bowl a long time, but that we that's that's a long time ago thing. I gotta sit down and I haven't decided where I'm gonna go on this bet yet. Um but we'll get into that as we make our way through the next two weeks as we do it. All right, so Tommy picked this fight, so I'm gonna let him go first. I don't know what I don't know what he's coming at me with here. Uh, but I'll I'll be prepared. Uh, what what are you ready to dunk on me for this morning? I don't I don't know what it could possibly be. Well, what was my theme of the entire show on Friday? What did I harp on multiple different times on our show on Friday? If you'll recall, it was all about how all the pressure was on the Ravens. That's what I kept talking about. All the pressure was on the shoulders of the Ravens. And how are they going to respond? And Lamar Jackson locked up with big time money and the likely MVP this season and how no pressure was on Kansas City and how it was all going to be on the shoulders of Baltimore and how would they respond? They looked pretty ordinary. They crumbled under that pressure. I wholeheartedly believe that them abandoning the run game was part of that pressure. I wholeheartedly believe that the mistakes that they made and the penalties that they made and looking undisciplined, it was a result of the pressure. They've not been in this position with this particular team ever. And they rolled over opponents during the regular season. They didn't have that kind of pressure in the regular season. They take on a team that's playing free, playing loose. Everybody doubted Kansas City this entire season, including me, all own that. And they came in there and they just thought, you know what? We're the underdogs. We're the villains. Nobody wants us to win free. And Lamar, the MVP, looked pretty ordinary. They crumpled under that pressure yesterday. And I predicted that. I talked about it the entire show on Friday about how much pressure. I took the Chiefs and the points, but I talked about how the pressure was on Baltimore. Don't here's let me let me preface this again and say this is a silly silly discussion because there's equal pressure it's in not. these moments. Don't you? How can you sit here and tell me that the Chiefs didn't just respond to that same pressure in a better way? They didn't have more pressure. They responded to the same I, pressure better. I think the chi- no looked like they didn't really have any pressure on their shoulders. They looked like they could just go out there and perform, right? Like how many? Like all the different. Uh, analysts that picked Baltimore to win the game. I mean, you go like, I think CBS, every single one of them picked Baltimore to win the game, right? Nobody thought Kansas City would even be in this in this spot. And they were. I don't think they had. I'm just saying, I don't think that the majority of people thought that Kansas City would be in this spot. And certainly not very many people picked Kansas City to win the game, right? And so I think that the pressure clearly got to Baltimore. And that's what I that, talked I'll about agree with that. so many different him, times yes. on Friday. I, but, I don't, but I don't think there was more pressure. I think that the Chiefs handled the pressure better. It's the same pressure. But just like the, I don't the, think it the is. Lion, look at the Lions and the 49ers. You think, do you think that the Lions felt more pressure than Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers? Of course they didn't. They crumbled under the same pressure. The 49ers yeah. responded better I think in the it, second I think half. It, I think it flip-flopped. I think that Detroit came out on fire. So you, for you, pressure is parallel to losing then. Only teams that lose feel no. pressure? No, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that at all. What I'm suggesting is that when you go back and you look at Baltimore and the way that they started the game, the way they played the game, I saw panicked play calling. You talked about it. 
so many different times in the first segment about how you'll never understand the game plan, them abandoning the run and doing that. That that, that was a stupid decision. That looked like panicked play calling. It looked like the pressure got to them. It looked like they had more pressure on their shoulders and they crumbled underneath it. I, listen, they never ran the ball. So I don't know. I think the game plan before the game sure they was did. to not run the Gus Edwards had a 15-yard run. Lamar Jackson had it broke off a big one early on in the game. They, they uh, uh, early on, did run the ball. Then they just, they panicked and they got away from it. I mean, they ran it three times. Gus Edwards ran it three times. He never ran it. Like, you don't, like, he, he just, they didn't run the ball. And I don't. If, look, if they if that was because the Chiefs went down and scored a touchdown on their opening drive, I mean, I can't believe that they that would be. I think they went into that with some other game plan, whether it was I think, the no, screen I, game, the nope. tight ends. I don't, I don't know what it was. I think they but panicked. Designed runs were not happening. I think they panicked because of the pressure, and I think they panicked because Kansas City held on to the ball for so long. Like, the ball control, the time of possession was absolutely dominated by Kansas City in the first half. And I think Baltimore panicked because of that. I think that they were like, well, we can't run the ball. Like, we got to score. We got to have quick scores to keep up with this if Kansas City is going to hold on to the ball like they did throughout the course of the first half, especially. Well, that's what Kansas City's aimed to do the entire season. I, I still don't understand... I, I think that every team feels pressure in these spots. I think the Chiefs responded to it better clearly, yes, yesterday. So, I, I, whatever. Like, I, I will take that loss, I guess, because I guess I don't understand the question. It feels like an arbitrary thing we're trying to find when we talk about that. Let's go to the phone line. Let's go to Daryl on the line, on the KFH hotline. Daryl, what's up? Welcome into Sports Daily. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, good talking to you guys. Good morning. Um, yeah, I think that point spread uh chiefs niners start out at two and a half and it's already come down to one i think okay i didn't look last night believe it or not it did start out Uh, at two and a half so we don't know how that's going to end up but um, it'll end up it'll end up to the chiefs or a pick i'm telling you every everybody in the world is going to bet the chiefs right now yep and i don't blame them i'm not going to bet it myself even though i'm a big chiefs fan and i think the i think that baltimore spread ended up at four and a half right before the game started so it did at yeah, kick think, time but yeah, there was, was a point yesterday it got up to five, it was either five or five and a half it got up that and then it came back down a little bit but it right. it did like i i don't know how that happened i don't know if it was because Vegas isn't going to react that way to, like, one bet. It, it would have been a flood of sharps making the bet on the Ravens. And I, I get it. Like, I get th- looking at that game. I just, like, again, it's the same thing all year, though. Like, are you really? Like, there were so many people, like, betting the house. And I'm like, guys, like, have you watched this team all year? Like, you're going to bet the house against that defense and Mahomes? You're crazy to, to be that overconfident. Lamar Jackson has had like a half of good football in the postseason over his entire career. I was stunned at how many people were ready to just to, to put it all on the Ravens. I, I, I never understood it. Um, I haven't understood it all year, quite frankly, Daryl, but especially in that game, like so much of this comes down to quarterback play in these spots, and we just simply haven't seen Lamar Jackson do it. And he wasn't awful in that game yesterday. He wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. The Chiefs are just, the Chiefs are just, they just, I don't even know that the Chiefs are better. They're just, they're designed in a way right now that it's going to be really difficult to beat them if they're not making mistakes, and they're not at the moment. 
Well, obviously, in the first half, they dictated the tempo right off the bat. They set down, the, you know, laid down the law, you know, those first two drives. And, uh, you know, if Jackson doesn't make that great play where he's almost sacked and throws that touchdown and then catches his own pass, which he almost scored a touchdown on. He had one tackle to beat. It had been a yep. whole different game. So, I mean, he didn't play that bad, but you're right. They panicked. They got away from the run game. He was supposed to, I think the over-under on him running was like 61 or two yards. He didn't even get close to that. They, It was just the Chiefs got up early. He had 54. And he, he had 54 rushing yards. I mean, it, it didn't, I know it didn't feel that way, but he did end up over 50. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he did. I mean, he had those two great plays. You know, I really think that the Chiefs would have they, – they, they missed that fourth down opportunity and they were up 14 nothing. Uh, it was fourth and one. Pacheco got, got stepped. I think if the Chiefs would have got that first down, they, they'd probably blown them out. I really do. But that's a whole different story. Because Mahomes they, only had 69 yards passing in the second half, Daryl. That, that's, that's, it's an interesting point. We appreciate the call very much. Call us again here over the next couple of weeks getting into the Super Bowl because I want to get your take on that game too, Daryl. But I, I – Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I do think it's a. I think. <laughs> I, I think we're misrepresenting. We aren't, but there is a general consensus of misrepresenting how that game went. I mean, the Ravens outgained the Chiefs, Tommy. In that game, they were a Zay Flowers touchdown on the literal goal line from that being a very different, very different scenario late. Like, it's not like the Ravens came in and blew it or like the Ravens didn't do what the Lions did. Right. The Ravens were in a position to win that game several times. In fact, the Chiefs just made a couple of really big plays to get it done. But that was not some dominating performance by the Chiefs. It wasn't at all. But they got the win because they were in. They, again, when you've been in that spot so many big times and you've got guys like Xavier Sneed to make that kind of play, I mean, I just I cannot get over how incredible that play was. And yeah, the Ravens had some stupid penalties. I, it was fascinating to hear early Romo say he, he basically went inside the meetings they have and he said, I'm just going to tell you guys not to reveal any secrets. It doesn't matter now, but the Ravens are going to hit Mahomes because they don't like the way he. And they did, and it cost them, right? Yep. They were too. They went too far that way. So again, that was their game plan, 
and and they had a couple of boneheaded decisions. I tweeted, I hope, like hell, Travis Kelsey was mic'd up in that game because his mental chess match against the Ravens was incredible. He was well, goading I mean, he got- them all game long. He was directly responsible for Kyle Van Noy's penalty, right? I, like he yes. he was the he didn't get penalized. Van Noy did oh, because that is, Kelsey baited him. That is such old school trash talk. Like we've seen some of the all time greats do that over the years, and he, that was a masterclass in getting inside their head. And ma- I mean, he it was so calculated too. Like we could all see it, except for the Ravens. Like it it's like that person that just knows how to get under your skin. And they'll do it, and you just can't stop yourself from making, letting it make you angry. I, I really, really, really hope he was mic'd up during that game. That's, uh, that's kind of how I feel about you, to be completely honest. I haven't done anything yet. I haven't <laughs> even pulled my receipts yet. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Jad's, Jad's got some audio. Uh, it, it's not necessary. The proof's in the pudding. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. I, it's they've had plenty of opportunities to lose the games that have got them there. It's not like they've been some train steamrolling they could have lost that game yesterday easily right it's that close in the nfl but they're there and they'll play the 49ers in the super bowl 869-1240 what do you think chiefs fans having some fun here on sports daily we'll wrap up hour number one with some more talk on chiefs ravens when we return on sports daily Hunts, field goals, all a part of what has made the Chiefs great late in this season. Took them a while to get there, but they got there. And here we go. Um, I'm not going to dig up old texts where Tommy was really, really unkind to me <laughs> and said really I wasn't unkind to you. To How me. was I unkind to you? Uh, wasn't I? I was unkind to the Chiefs because they were no. You were like unkind garbage. to me. You were unkind to me for telling you don't panic. Everything's going to be fine. Um, it, it, it was yeah, you get a little heated. You get a little heated on me, and that's okay. Uh, it was. I. I. It, it's okay. It's all right. I won't. We won't need to dig into that. In the. In the. You know the the body blows you were trying to send my way. Look, but what I if you can't if you can't take the heat, I mean, get out of the kitchen. Okay, let's let's bring up the text here. Um, so <sighs> there was a, this was, I believe after the Buffalo game, I think, I don't remember what day it was, but you I had unkind words and I said, it's a terrible game. Don't get me wrong. But you basically, your point was the chiefs are really bad. And I said, the chiefs aren't really bad. They're nine and five. They're not they were really, really bad. bad at that time. Well, they weren't cause they were nine and five. Okay. They were playing poorly, but they were nine and five. And I think still at that point leading the division. And you said, I'm so tired of you downplaying this team. They're flat-out terrible outside of a good defense. Waste of talent. Uh, <laughs> play calling stupid. I'm just like, okay. I, was I, I wasn't wrong in any of that. I, I, I stand by that. Well, At that think, time? No, I, my point was that the Panthers were terrible at that time. The Chiefs were 9-5. and five. And and making mistakes in games, but you, but Tommy, you weren't the only one, and we brought this up a billion times. You weren't like I, I've been. My only point this whole year was like, don't panic on the Chiefs because what we're seeing is correctable. And if they get to, if they, you know, again, the poker term, if they get a chip in the chair, they've got that defense in Mahomes. Like, don't panic on the team, which is honestly, and and Jad's got some audio here, and this isn't that 
bad on you, Tommy, so don't worry. It's not at all. It's not anything terrible. It's, But it does bring up a good point about coach speak and the messaging of Andy Reid. And when you hear Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes talking now, it does sort of go back to it. Let's let's hit that jad real quick. Here we'll we'll take it. Well, I'll tell you the thing that makes me the most angry this morning after the game yesterday, and it really has nothing to do with the game itself. I mean, I, there's a lot to dissect from yesterday, and I've went through a range of emotions at, during that game and then after the game, but today, right now this second, what makes me the most angry are the words that I've heard from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes in the post-game press conferences after the game yesterday because it's the same refrain over and over and over again. You know, if we can just clean things up, we're going to be good. You know, that's one thing that Patrick Mahomes said. Andy Reid yesterday said, we're going to be okay. We're going to be all right. Are you? I mean, we're, we're talking about 16 weeks worth of this, and it hasn't changed. It's continued in the exact same way that it's been for the last several weeks or basically throughout the entire season. That was yesterday the most undisciplined football game from a team that I have seen in a long time. Now, that was after the Raiders game, correct, Chad? That's right. So, again, you didn't say anything that was egregious there, Tommy, but I do think it's interesting with this team and the DNA of this team to know that I don't think they were just like, I don't think that was just like, you know, coach speak or generic cliches. I really do think the Chiefs felt all year like it's going to be okay. We just got to get there. Now, a lot of that was trying to work through the wide receiver room. A lot of the mistakes were that. Um, And they did that. What a redemption story for MVS because we kind of knew, right? It kind of felt like they're going to have to have something from one of these guys. Well, he's made three massive plays in the last two games. And, and that's all they've needed, right? Yeah. But they, but they have needed it. They haven't been able to ignore it. They've obviously kicked Kadarius Tony to the curb, uh, but they they have needed a few big plays from MBS, and they did stick to it, and they did stick with it, and it was maddening at times to see them stick with it. This is why, though, they needed MBS to make a couple of big plays. They needed to clean up the mistakes, but they were right. If we can clean up the mistakes, we're going to be fine. They've cleaned up the mistakes. And they're fine. I mean, they were right about that. Yeah, it, w- it was tough to hear that every single week when things were looking pretty grim. You know, yeah, and, and never really hearing anything concrete about what they were going to do about it. That's what made me so frustrated at the time. Right. But you're right. I mean, they have worked that formula in the playoffs to a T. And it's worked out really well. And here they are. One win away from another championship. It's almost felt guilty to me to just because I've also echoed that same sentiment and it's felt lazy to keep saying it, but I genuinely believed it. If that would have been the Cowboys, for instance, no, it's not going to be good enough. Like it's not going to be good enough. Really, almost any other team, right, that would have gone through that and just said that I'm not buying it. But I've always bought it with them. Because we've seen this before. Like, we've seen so many different versions of this team just get it done in those big spots. Far more often than they don't get it done in those big spots when it matters the most. And it stared us in the face, and they got there. And and they used it. And, boy, again, no team wears a chip on its shoulder better. They don't get one very often, but they've been handed a big one up until this point. They're not going to have that in the Super Bowl. 
right? I mean, they can still use the same chip of doubters in the Super Bowl. But what we're going to hear for the next two weeks is how the Chiefs are going to win it, how Brock Purdy can't get it done, how the, it's Mahomes versus Purdy. I'll take Mahomes every time. That's what we're going to hear for two more weeks now, and we'll see how they respond to that. When we return, we'll briefly step away uh, from our talk about championship weekend. We'll get into that Niners-Lions game. We'll spend more time on the Chiefs today, but we're going to talk a little college hoops in the next segment, uh, and we're going to begin it with our KU insider, Shreya Slada. Get us the latest on the Jayhawks. They have a big week coming up here. Uh, we'll do it next on Sports Daily. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 